Welcome back to Nose to Nose, a podcast with Mike, Michael Kutza and Gino Suarez. Well, what, what's interesting to me is I've never seen this quiet place before. And um, so seeing part two, they bring me up to date with the first 15 minutes, which I thought was pretty cool. I like the first I like I could have stuck with the first 15 minutes, which showed me what the other film was like. It's a clever idea. But then you have to sit through two hours of the new version, which people are in love with. I mean, you already... I was bored. You were bored. You're in. texting. You're doing everything I know. But I was. I, I didn't know the concept, and I sort of. I liked. Uh, I liked it. Then I, of course, then I got bored too because it was so repetitive. It just didn't have much of a plot. Well, the concept plot was in the first 50, 50 minutes when they when they reviewed the first film. But I said, okay, I like that. I feel like this one was a money grabber. I didn't see the first one, but from the fifteen minute intro, it seemed like the first one had legs, and the second one was a money grab. Correct, and now they're making a third, which is sort of surprising. But um, I'm not, I'm not surprised. People that they, love horror movies, and it's fran- it's, a nice the second fran- one, it's a nice franchise. The second one was not as good. By the why wouldn't you just make a third one if they're going to suck you dry? Well, Emily Blunt is pretty good, and the kids were great, uh, and the monster or the, whatever they are. What's her husband, John Krasinski? Whatever. They're married in real life. But the, whatever that means. <laughs> so, marriage. What do you mean? What did it mean? What does that mean with the movie? That's nothing to do with the movie. It's just an interesting he's, he's, tidbit he's, for people who don't know. He's not even in this film. That is true. He's in the first fifteen minutes. I like. But he directed I, the second one. I like this alien. Did he direct this thing? Yeah, he directed both of them. Uh huh. Okay, he's got talent. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we could say that maybe. Anyway. So we got out of that alive, and uh, then I paid my $19 parking, discounted parking. Yeah, but it was a cheaper ticket at the AMC River East versus 600 A dollar cheaper. The 600 was 10 hours for 10 bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, well, Although, the other place was $19 for three hours. Did we even validate that one? Yeah. That was $19, and it was validated. Yeah, Damn. Exactly. They're savages. <laughs> Plus the popcorn and the Coke and all that stuff. That was $18. <laughs> That's why we always talk about my generation not liking to go to the movies. Yeah. We're too poor for that shit. So then, but just last week we went to see Cruella. Now there's another thing. I've never seen the other films. 10 out of 10. Great movie. I have never seen this film. I've never seen 101 Dalmatians. I've never seen... It. Also a great movie. Great one animated and one live with Glenn Close. Now, never seen that one. Nothing, nothing interested me about, about going to see a movie about some lady who's collecting Dalmatian dogs to make a coat. So I never bothered to see those two films. It's, it's sort of sick. Now, I've been to countries where you eat dogs, but I'm not going to make a coat out nothing of like, Nothing like Disney making movies where they portray horrendous shit as kind of cute and funny. I never wanted to see it because the, really the, the concept did not... Did not. So this thing comes See, sometimes along. it's not about the concept, it's about the visuals. Like, the 101 Dalmatians, the animated version, is a great movie in terms of its animation style, but its storytelling. It, is it not this story that she, she wants to collect these dogs and make a coat? Well, that's what the original 101 Dalmatians is about. This how, one how isn't could, How can you show so, that to a kid? Does a, how would a kid want to see such a thing? Because kids don't know plot. Kids just see animation and cute yeah. dogs talking. Then she kills them. Because you have to remember, Disney movies are made more for adults that cater for kids, or at least m- movies from Disney back in the day. 
Well, anyway, okay. Then you want to go through Disney films. What about these seven dwarves? Anyone consider those seven dwarves? I think midgets is a funnier title, but that's not appropriate. Nor are these seven guys that live together in some coal mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on there. There's a lot of Disney movies that are just kind of <laughs> suspicious. And then you've heard of the Disney conspiracies, right? Where they draw yeah, porn seen, in them. I've seen some of those, sure. Some of those are well, kind of far-fetched, but they're funny. But that's when your 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 artists do get tired and they play around and do stuff that probably never thought would get public. You know, when you're when you're drawing a film for two or three years, you probably do play around like that. Can you imagine being so good at drawing that you can draw these characters and hide penises in them? They, that, they, that's they, work. They didn't hide in, in in the versions that I saw. They've done some porno versions, but that's another subject. So, what about Corella? Tell me about it. I loved it. I. For being a two-hour film, I was not bored or felt the need to take my phone out at any point. The prop design, beautiful. The set design, beautiful. The costume design, beautiful. Acting was stupendous. From two ladies are great. The two ladies are great. Horace and Jasper are great. There are so many aspects of the movie that were actually well done. God, you even know their names. Yeah, because I, re- <laughs> because I recently rewatched the 101 Dalmatians. Okay. And I actually, as an adult, like watching 101 Dalmatians for the fact that it's a good animated movie and it's interesting. Not necessarily too, what we would consider childish to watch. Well, my take on this revenge movie, which was really pretty violent, was it's like the Devil Wears Prada on acid or on meth. It's up, it becomes more and more extreme as if it's a drug a trip of some sort. It's an interesting concept that they took it as a backstory because you know usually when villains are born they're not really there really isn't a backstory and you always wonder what happened to these people for them to become these evil well, monsters. And, and this show this film goes point by point to show you how that happened to her. And, she starts and, off as a child and, how, mother. She, and, and how she how she resolves it. I agree. We won't spoil the movie, but it was... So, uh, speaking of that, this is a prequel to your movie. Yeah. So none of this was ever discovered in your other film? No. Okay. You just knew Cruella as a woman who wanted to I see. You never, saw, you never saw her development. Yeah. Okay. Which is great, because at least you get to see the development of all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Although the original characters, which I guess are not really even main characters in the movie, are the parents of the dogs they don't exist anymore parents of the dogs what the hell are you talking about in 101 Dalmatians the plot of the movie is the dogs get kidnapped from two people oh these dogs are a couple dogs don't talk do they yes they do talk I see and then uh, in this movie those people don't exist because it's a prequel so they haven't developed the dogs yet I gotta tell you Emma Thompson is, is at her evilest. I've never seen her play this kind of... Mary Poppins, this is quite a, quite a role change for Who her. Who was the other woman? This is um, Emma Stone. Two Emmas. Two, two Emma Squared. Two Emmas. And Emily Blunt was Mary Poppins in a preview. And she was in Quiet Place. A lot of Emmas. And a lot of, a lot of British ladies. If you have $20 to spend and you want to go watch a movie... I'd go see Corolla. Do yourself a favor, don't go watch The Last of Us. The Last... The Dying Place, The Last of Us. I really don't know the name of the movie. That's how the trash qu- it was. The Quiet Place. Whatever. It wasn't good. 
not worth your time. Cruella, though, for twenty dollars, but people, it's a vibe. The genre of horror films and slightly science fiction that is that always sells and it works. And people, it sells. People it doesn't love. mean it's good. And that's uh, that's the only film breaking records right now, and uh, which is because it's the only one in theaters, I guess. Because you can watch Cruella at home for thirty dollars or some astronomical number like that, on top of whatever monthly payment you pay. On Disney Plus, you pay another twenty or twenty five or something. Yeah, it's it's so unfair. Uh, anyway, so Quiet Place only played in the theaters, so of course it did better. I, I assume I don't. Yeah, know. but the, the they, they, they balance out these numbers. Cruella somehow, was somehow. a better movie in terms of the back. Story better in every way. The the callbacks were a lot. I'd, were love there. To, I'd love to know the budget of that film. Although a lot of it was green screen, but I still love to know the budget on, on Cruella. But when you wa- when I watched Cruella and then watched 101 Dalmatians like a day or two later, the cartoon. Yes, yeah. I saw a lot of the callbacks that would be missed in the movie if you didn't see 101 Dalmatians. So like the van that the Jasper and Horace have, the area. So the park in Hundred One Dalmatian is Regent's Park, where it's like centered around or where they live, well, and that was the park in Cruella. They're clearly basing it on something, you know, to make, Oh yeah, to make and, it but if you didn't know Hundred One Dalmatians, it would be easy for you to overlook a lot of those points. But after going back and watching Hundred One Dalmatians, I was like, watching it, and I was like, oh, that was there, 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 that was there. And I was like, oh, okay, they put a lot more thought into it than you would have not had. Well, you put it into real life and reality, yeah. The car, the dress, the hair, the location, what the period, people. What period of time do you think that film was? I think that's 1960s London. If I couldn't decide. Cruella definitely seemed like 1960s London based on the hot the, couture. The and, fashion. And the fashion. Yeah. Because it was not, it was like the transition period right when they had like bell bottoms and the shaggy hair. Yeah, it was, so it's like probably late sixties, early seventies. It, it almost started looking like punk. Punk, well, which punk is the, rock. Well, what era was punk rock? I wasn't alive back then. This is before my parents, so you're the that one is, that knows more than I do. I'm certainly not a punk person, so I can't tell you. Yes, that was the look back then. So, <laughs> what throws me about this film? Yes, it has to be the sixties. Except, then why did they use all of these incredibly? Vintage cars from the twenties and thirties and forties. The reason, no, the only car that was vintage. They had sports cars. They had things that from an. It was only. It was Cruella Deville's car. Hmm. She loves old things, and in the movie, she's supposed to be old. Even though in Cruella, she's not old because she's in her young, in her twenties. But in the Hundred One Dalmatians, she had that Deville car. Oh really? Yeah, and you have to remember that she has that mansion that's old. She's the epitome of old money so all the things that she has old the old fur coats the car the shitty henchmen with that are old, already old as it is or they're young in the movie but they're old when 101 Dalmatians came out they had the old car because they're shitty henchmen <laughs> I don't remember I didn't think I'd know this much about 101 Dalmatians after I, that, think it's, I think it's really disturbing that you know so much about that's thing. a great you movie. Really, I can see you really bought into it. And you were quite young when you saw it. Which is it. interesting because I've seen a... Okay, I take that back. I haven't seen a lot, but I've seen a fair amount of the Disney remakes. And a lot of them were trash. The Jungle Book remake, trash. It changes up the monkeys into coyotes. What the hell did they do that? That was a dumbass idea. 
So uh, Disney Disney films are important to you. I think this is this is fast. I couldn't get you to get excited about Citizen Kane, but you do love Dis- Disney. No, I love Citizen Kane. Well, eventually. I grew up watching Disney movies as much as I hate musicals. Of course, then as they remade Lion King and make him the musicals, and they remade nah, this musicals. You can't give me watch that trash. It's not bad, by the way. So speak, yeah, speaking but, speaking of musicals, I, I took a look at this um, in the Heights. I've never saw that show either, but and I'm not a fan of, of the the writer, Lin Manuel Miranda, the same guy who did Hamilton. Exactly, he did this before Hamilton. It was a great success on stage, and now it's a film which they had great hopes for. And basically, it's West Side Story with a happy ending. Frankly, it's. it's Beautifully done. I haven't seen West Side Story, and you for will. some reason do not have any interest to watch in the Heights. After watching the trailer... The trailers are not good. I will agree with you. There's a good trailer and a bad trailer, and trailers are terribly important to get you enthused. Well, it, f- it's What I recommend to you do with, within the Heights, <clears throat> or within the Heights, is to watch the first 20 minutes, which I think you'll get off on. Beautifully done, beautifully shot, and then just turn the sound off and watch it visually the, for the editing, the cutting direction, and the casting. It's the re- it, it's it's spectacular. The reason I do but not, the songs will drive you crazy because you reason, hate you hate musical. It's it's vibrant. It's 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 worth your time. It's worth your time. Uh, yes, Puerto Rican. I know you have a thing about that. Well, because I'm Puerto Rican, yes, so you can't lie to me. <laughs> I'm half Puerto Rican. I know what they're like. Hence why I avoid going to Puerto Rico more often than not. I can only handle it in maybe and Dominican, like a week or two. And Dominican Republic, this film. So give it a chance. If you had to rate the movie 1 out of 10 for The Last of Us or The Dying of Us or whatever the hell the movie is, what's the name? Or what's, what are you giving it, 1 out of 10? Oh, 5. I'm giving it a 2. Mm-hmm. But, you, right. you, but you, you on your phone. You got no, just cause I was on my phone for 10 minutes of the movie. I was there the whole time. I yeah. can't avoid the movie. But uh, Cruella, 1 out of 10. Oh, I think it's an easy 8. I liked it. I give it a 9. I liked it. Well, I guess... I, I, I would actually go back and see it again, but not seeing some of these details again, just... Uh, well, you... Sorry, sh- technically and, and, and visually, my God, it is if, it is stunning. If I were you, I would go watch 101 Dalmatians and then go watch Corella, and then you would see a lot of those callbacks. Well, I'm not going to watch some animated thing. Oh, but you watch In the Heights. Please, stop. What the hell's the difference? It, and the Heights is a Broadway show put on film, and I, I like seeing how the transition works. And it's. Uh, I would rather see talking dogs and singing Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Sounds more realistic. You to have me. a problem with <laughs> these Puerto Ricans, I know. Oh. God. Okay. Well, this is the end of the episode. These are our Let's recommendations see. for the movie. We'll see you in the next episode, guys. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, you know, we always make a next episode. It just we just take our time. That we have to go watch movies to do that. That is true. All right, goodbye.